everybody. Welcome to Wings with Friends, live from San Diego Comedy Festival. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. This is fantastic. Uh, thank you, San Diego Comedy Festival and the Comedy Palace for having us here to do a live show. We've got wings, we've got friends, we've got special guests, starting with Carrie Gallagher. Yay! Hi, everybody. Woo. I'm Carrie Gallagher. And E.L. Smith. What's up, everybody? E.L. Smith, yep. Oh, thank you both for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Thanks. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, um, and we're going to be talking about wings. We're going to be talking about friends, uh, but uh, and we've got some delicious flavors here today, thanks to the Comedy Palace. There's no signs on these wings, but if we had to guess, what flavor do we have? We've got a buffalo. I, I say Burgundy. buffalo. A what? Burgundy. A burgundy? The wings just they are. They're kind of like an ox blood, very rich in color. I think it's more of a, that it's like a teriyaki maybe? Yeah, the teriyaki is so. really good. Yeah. Really good. All three of them are pretty good though. And maybe a barbecue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a honey barbecue. I'm going to call it Comedy Palace Special Sauce. Created a special for Wings with Friends Live at the Comedy Festival. Can I say Comedy Festival one more time? <laughs> hey guys, have some wings. Join us. Or not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I want to know a little bit more about our guests here. Um, I'm going to start with you, Carrie. Carrie Gallagher, tell me a little bit about yourself. What makes you so special? Yeah. So what makes... I mean that for real, Ooh. you guys. What makes me special? Is it special, so special that I know all of the words to the movie Field of Dreams? That is quite that's, special. That's special uh, in a different category. <laughs> uh, what's special about me? Um, I live in Phoenix and uh, I love baseball. You're a sports chick, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I would uh, definitely say that. What else do you do? Anything relevant to this podcast or... Anything relevant to this podcast? Uh, <laughs> wings. I have friends. I'm a comedian. <laughs> that is also on my CV that I send out to only comedy clubs. Nobody so, in corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're a com uh, comedian. You love baseball. Love baseball. And you uh, like and, wings. And I love wings. Okay. I love wings. Nice. And all my friends. And I'm pumped to be here. Glad to have you here. EL, who are up? you? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Um, well, EL is the stage name. My real name is uh, Elbert. Um, so you hear that sound. So we move away from that. <laughs> but um, I have a daughter. I live in a house full of women. That's something, right? I don't know. I've seen Avengers What do you mean? What already. do you mean by that, EL? Well, I'm like slowly losing my manhood, man, because it's like the estrogen is like floating around in the house. And it's Get like, used to it. Yeah, I'm crying at commercials now. Yeah, stuff like that. So, But I'm happy to be here. This is like heaven, almost a black man's heaven, beer and wings. I mean, any man's heaven, I guess. <laughs> All we need is like some sports. No baseball, though. You like baseball? I love baseball. Oh, man. Right now, I'm really into basketball because the Sixers are in game seven with the Raptors tomorrow night. What does that mean, anyway? <laughs> what did she just say? I would prefer to watch oh that over God. Game of Thrones, but Shut that's just mouth. me. That's just me. We're not me. talking about that right now. No, just kidding. Um, you're such an anomaly. No wonder why your husband scooped you up because you're like, like a, what do you call that? 
a rare diamond. I wouldn't say he really scooped me up. It was just like a slow burn before he finally committed because we were together <laughs> for seven years before he popped the question. Did you just grow on him then? And I he was think like, so. I was like a tumor. <laughs> a friendly, a, a benign, friendly tumor. <laughs> Carrie, it's not a that tumor. That makes good Were you throwing hints? Was I throwing hits? In those seven years. Like. Um, she was throwing hands. I was, I was, I, I did take one time out and I was like, dude, what's going on? Oh, but nice. yeah, that nice. was it. Speaking of relationships, you're a married guy, y'all, right? I am. I am. How long did it take you to propose to your wife? How long? Um, How did I that happen? Tell us. About two years. Not maybe bad. three years. You know, once she found out she was pregnant, like I had no, ch- no, I was, <laughs> 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 I was kind of stuck. Now I was just playing. Um, no, she was, she was a cool girl. So it all worked out. So is that all you got to do is be cool? And not so, like, I don't know, I don't want to stereotype women, but, like, naggy, you know. Oh, shit. I ask because I'm genuinely curious of how this happens because it's eluded me for so long, you know. Like, I have friends who have, I, I saw them get married and then get divorced and now find somebody new and get married again. All in the same time I haven't even had a boyfriend. Oh, wow. I know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your sympathy. So I was just wondering, what I mean, is it butt stuff, Carrie? Like, how did you do it? You know, it could be like finding that perfect wing sauce for <laughs> a delicious mm. wing. It just happens. You just need to have the right ingredients at the right time and that dude needs to be ready to receive it. That's it. That makes sense. Because if you overcook it, it's going to be too dry. If you undercook it, it's going to be pink. If you, you don't can't season eat it. it right. Shit. I mean, there's so many little variables that go into it that there is no perfect formula wings are a metaphor for relationships they totally are (laughs) holy cow some people like them bone in boneless i don't know i think the boneless would be for lesbians (laughs) (laughs) maybe (laughs) can you confirm that anybody (laughs) is there any lesbians (laughs) so let's get after that because uh, that's what we like to uncover um let me start with you el how do you like your do first of all do you eat wings in your real life and how do you like them um, I do eat wings, unfortunately, I do. Um, sometimes I feel a little subconscious when I go in a grocery store and I order only order wings and like walk out. I'm like, is everybody staring at me? Because you know the stereotype, like black people like chicken. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I've never heard that. You never heard it? No, I didn't. No, I really? Think, you guys? I don't want to admit it. Oh man, go to the south. <laughs> We're pretty woke. We're, We're trying really to be woke. woke. Yeah. Chicken, yeah. chicken and watermelon, and we can jump high and we can dance and play basketball. What about? Did it, it can't swim. Oh, that you guys! I don't like. But that. I'm from Florida, so I know how to swim. But all those things course. are delicious. They are. You know delicious. what I mean? So, so um, I'm catching myself right now. Like, don't say. <laughs> is it also a stereotype that like thick white women? That is somewhat of a stereotype, <laughs> but I think it is like thick, <laughs> thick you, women. Period. You know, what? thick women. Period. Like, mm. sir, Miss a lot changed my life. Like, I didn't even know Me what women too. were until I saw that video. Yeah, that really changed. In middle school, I went to school here in San Diego. I got my butt first, and like Sir Mixlot made it okay when they called me Mary Butt Church. <laughs> it still hurts a little, but now it's cool, you know, thanks to him and then J Lo and Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah in now, right? Yeah, so people are getting surgeries to do that. So. <laughs> I don't know what Phil's saying. Somebody get in your mic. Get in your mu- your mic. Oh, I'm in it. What are you talking about? Okay, you know what? It's on your chin, Bill. Just kidding. Sorry. Ooh, the stress of a live podcast. I'm sweating. Anybody else? <laughs> so freaking nervous. Okay, so you do like wings. Do you I like? Do, like do you prefer the drummy or the flat? I like them both, but 
I like them more dry and I can like lemon pepper. So lemon pepper is your jam. Lemon pepper is like number one for and me. And you don't mind if you're eating a wing or a f- or or a flat. As long or as a I have them. Drummy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Can't that's pretty good. You know, some a lot of people are. Um, do you do a ranch or blue cheese? Um, I'm more of a blue cheese type guy. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. I don't understand like the carrots and the celery with the wings. Like you're already eating something bad. Like that's not going to help you out. You're rubbing your mic like this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, this mic. Um, what about you, Carolyn? Do you eat wings in your real life? Love wings. Drummies all day, every day. Double fried, mild buffalo, blue cheese with the chunks of yes. the blue cheese. Like, and I want to see the blue mold in the dip. And with drummies, you can, like, oh, you can get, like, a good dip and you can you can really just slather on that that sauce. I you love it. You do love, love wings. wings. I, I love like it. I love is wings. that the sports girl in you that like it's like watch sports, eat eat wings? Like they go well together. Yeah, uh, and they're just freaking awesome. They're so delicious. I'll I'll order wings and watch Bravo. It doesn't even need to be a competitive sport on the television. I love it. I just love wings. So you like drummies? Does your husband like the flats? He likes um, a mix. He's a big Wingstop guy. Mm. He loves Wingstop. Um, I, I'm i not a big fan of their wings. I do like their seasoned French fries, though. I think mm. they have a really good seasoned French fry. Um, I think really any, any wings, as long as they're double fried, you kind of just can't mm. really go wrong because it'll keep the actual chicken meat juicy on our episode in big pine <laughs> jay washington called that fried hard he orders them fried hard oh Isn't that nice? okay so fried hard i'll usually just say double um double fried double but fry? i think fried hard is the vernacular of wing enthusiasts and so. if i can up my game yeah. to align with those individuals i think extra crispy works oh yeah extra crispy yeah oh you didn't know no yeah i didn't either i think if you have a wet wing like we have here, it's good if they're extra crispy because the the sauce is going to like make them a little soggy possibly. But if you have a dry rub, like the lemon pepper, is that what you said your favorite was? Yeah. Then it doesn't, you know, mess it up at all. Okay. Oh, it's just some thoughts. Thoughts on wings. I, I now know some new things. I'm going to like, I want it hard. And he's like, are you talking about wings? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. I want to. <laughs> no, you need to leave, sir. <laughs> Fry it hard. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> I love it. So oftentimes on Wings with Friends, we like to talk about if you have any wing stories. Like, did anything happen to you over a wing? Maybe a wing was in the room, it was present, or anything like that. And I asked you to think about your wing stories. Who's got a great wing story? Hmm. Or even a mediocre one. That's cool. El, would you like to share first? Um, I can remember BW Buffalo Wild Wings, but yes. some people call it BW3. And we used oh, to call I've it, never heard that. You never heard that? B-dubs, I've heard. B-dubs. Okay. BW3. BW3. Oh, BW3 and, and Tallahassee, Florida on Tuesdays was 25 cent per wing. Mm. And it used to be like the spot to go through and be at and see people and try to talk to girls and all that type <laughs> of stuff. So, How many could you eat? When there's a 25 cent wing special. Well, being that I was in college, I only had five dollars, so that's how much I can probably. Eat. What's the math on that? Four for a dollar. Five times twenty wings. Twenty wings. Thank you so much, mathematician. Twenty wings. I know it's simple math. I like it. it Did good. you ever like meet a girl there at wing night? Um, no, never met a girl there. <laughs> it's kind of hard to approach her with your fingers all sticky and stuff like that. That's what I think. I think wings aren't really a good date food because no, you look kind of messed up when you eat them. 
I try not to eat them. That and corn on the cob. Yeah, but why eating corn on the cob on a date? I was hungry. <laughs> I want to show them what I can do. Just kidding. I don't know. No, that's why I don't do it. You know what I mean? Like I don't do it because it's. I want a second date. But I mean, if you eat corn on a car, I think you're getting a second date. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how you eat it. I guess if you're biting it pretty hard, maybe not a second date. But if you're like, no you more Mary butt church, Mary mouth church. <laughs> 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 We'll see, you know, you gotta, you just try different things. Maybe if you could put the corn in, like, the corn cob in your mouth and, like, take it out and, like, all the corn is missing. I mean, that's the second date. That's probably a third date. That's probably proposal right there. Yeah. yeah. That's how you get a guy. That, yeah. Shit. Dang. I can't even do that with a wing. Have you ever cleaned a wing like that? No. Yeah, but just in my family room. I would never do it on stage <laughs> yeah. with this uh, a very brave. Isn't that like lighting. a sorority trick that you learn? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a subconscious thing when you eat wings because you want to clean it, but you don't really want to do that in front of people. You yeah. know? It's like in your home yeah. you're eating it, like I could probably go in and like sauce is everywhere, but when all these people on a stage, it's like I feel like I had my mom over my shoulder going, Mary, you better clean that wing. You know, like there's starving children out there. Uh, You know, that's how my dad was. If you're from the recession or depression era, you're going to clean You have to finish your food, like eat the whole thing. Yeah. What about you, Carrie? Do you uh, have any wing stories? Anything ever cool happened to you over a wing? I did get arrested involving some chicken wings. What? Yeah. (laughs) It was back in 2000. It was the summer of 2007 in Newport, Rhode Island, which is kind of like a hot destination. If you go to school in Boston or New York, like people get little summer houses up there. And me and my girlfriend, my, one of my friends was a Bud Light girl at the time. Oh wow. And so we would go and she would just like give us free booze and it was amazing. And then we went back to, um, a house that one of her friends was renting and we ordered some wings and we were just like mashing wings in our face and there was a toy water gun and we water, w- water for anybody gun, not sorry, from Pennsylvania toy, toy water gun <laughs> and we were on the first floor and we were chucking wings at people who were walking by and shooting them with the water gun but then we would shut the blinds so like no one knew it was us and then one girl got real smart and was like it's those motherfuckers in the kitchen of that house and the cops showed up and they were banging on the door and to this day I don't even think it was legal what they did but we hid in one of the closets because it was just like three girls and we're like oh my god we're so fucked like oh my god our parents are gonna fucking kill us the cops got in somehow and came into the bedroom and like opened the closet door. We're like a search and seizure. That's what I thought. And we were just in the closet and we were like, Oh, just uh, (laughs) like looking at like trying to play it off. And I got handcuffed and thrown in the back of a cop car. Carrie Gallagher. You're lucky to get shot. I bought toy water gun. The girl was definitely a little bit like she reminded me of a South Philly girl, just a little bit ghetto. And I was like, you know, she had her hoops in. I was like, well, that's good. Cause they're throw out. Then she wants to fight me. Um, but at that <laughs> point I had handcuffs on. So there was really nothing. So did you get charged like, with anything? No. So what ended up happening is that girl was really drunk and the cops just kind of talked her down. And then I guess they put me and my other friend in the back of two different cop cars to show that 
you know, just like they were handling the They're situation. They're going to break you down individually to yeah. tell on the other one. And then really, true they just shit. kind of, um, they like sent her on her way and realized we were just like really drunk. And I think the reason they took it so serious was the was the toy water gun. Yeah. They thought that was a real gun. Oh. And so that's why they threw us. And then once, that's why they kind of, I think, kicked down the door. And then when they discovered we were just being like drunk idiots. How old were you? Uh, 21, 22. Anybody else deeply disturbed by this story? <laughs> it was in Newport, Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. I'm from Boston. Yeah. It, it's weird if that doesn't Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, I think it was the water gun. It was the water gun, and I think they thought it was a real gun because the girl was walking by, and then we were throwing, you know, we were just You were throwing up. wings at people. We were throwing wing bones at people, oh and then squirting them with water, savage. and then we would, shut, we, were sh we would shut the blinds. So she was really drunk. Did she think she was shot or something like that? I think she, she was, like, was just like, you fucking bitches, like, I see what you're doing in there, and then I think my friend Molly put the gun out the window, and then that's when she freaked out. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a hardened criminal. We Carrie. were. I mean, I just. Oh my gosh, I was crying hysterically throughout the whole ordeal. Not. I'd be really <laughs> scared. Don't call my parents. Well. Oh my gosh, what a wing story! I thought I knew you. <laughs> so when they kicked down the door, did like the police have their guns drawn? Well, we were hiding in a closet, and yeah. we heard them knocking, and then all of a sudden, it sounded like they barricaded through the door. Like okay. they, they used enough brute force to just get through. And then they were really like searching the house. We heard them go into the kitchen. We we're like, Oh my God, they're going to see like the plate of wings. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to jail. I'm going to, I'm going to get were the, molested. Were they kind of hot? The cops. Yeah. I was, I was so hysterical that I don't <laughs> even remember. Um, but I think there were very stereotypical cops just uh -huh. like, kind of overweight and I was like if I needed to I could easily outrun these motherfuckers <laughs> but they cuffed me so quickly that I didn't have the chance. They knew because you'd get away. I could I've seen I you run. 100% be able to get away. I think away. at Big Pine Carolyn ran to the after party. I did. We're all waiting for our Uber, Ubers. Ubers? What am I saying? We were waiting for our Ubers and Carrie's like I'll meet you there. I did. Was I was great. Yeah that was Quite a story. I like That's the it. only wing yeah. story I have. I mean, that trumps a lot of wing stories, though. Yeah, it does. I love a good... I feel like you don't see them anymore, but like a 25-cent wing special or... They don't yeah. do that anymore. Maybe they'll do like 50 or a dollar. For a wing? Yeah. These are a dollar here if you bought them, you know, retail at a show. Mm-hmm. Like retail wings. <laughs> no, you got them wholesale. I got them wholesale, I think. But uh, like the meal, the like wings and fries, it's like $7 or something like that. So I think it's just gotten expensive. Yeah, I do. I do agree. There's really not that that many wing specials. I remember being in college and that would be something. It would be 10 cent wings. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is something like we're going to tell our grandkids. Like yeah. when they're paying like $5 a wing and like... Back in my day, they were ten cents. <laughs> ten cents a wing. I love it. A nickel. <laughs> so you're both comedians. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your perspective. Yeah, like, what's your comedy about? I've had the pleasure of listening to some of it last night yeah. here at the San Diego Comedy Festival. But tell me a little bit about your point of view and what's what you're passionate about in your comedy. Um, just trying to be universal to everybody, and just trying to be that universal comedian. Um, I try to stay a little bit on the clean side mm. just because that's just how I came up in comedy and manager told me a long time ago, the cleaner you are, the more places you can get into clean comic can do like a dirty room, but a 
dirty comic can't do a clean room. That's good advice. So I just try to I just try to stay more on that side and just talk about things that you know I relate to, like having a daughter, being being in a house full of women, and um, <laughs> just you know being a black guy, I guess too. I guess yeah. stereotypical. But How old's your daughter? She is eight years old. Nice. She's eight years old. And you yeah. just have the one little girl? Um, no, I actually have three, three chicas. So when, well, hold on now, don't 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 get excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're all tell me more. When I met when I met my wife, she already had two girls. Got it. And then I had one with her. So that's how, how fun. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. You are in a house full of women. Yeah, I'm. Still do you know how to do hair? I don't. Oh, I figured you should know that by now, right? I, I would I would think so, but I don't know how to do hair. No. <laughs> no, that's really great. Um I love I love I love little girls. I know that sounds a little creepy the way I say it, but they're just my favorite and I feel like I feel like if I, I love when they're at my shows, of course a clean show, but and then they want to come talk to me and they have these big eyes and they're looking at you like, Wow, you were just up there. And I feel like if I had seen Somebody like me on stage when I was a kid, like, where would I be now? You know? Just kidding. That was kind of a joke. But, you know, I might have, like, thought I could do this sooner or just felt more empowered. So I think it's really it's really cool being around the arts and stuff like have that. Have you guys done shows with, like, kids in the audience before? Yeah. Like, okay. Have you, Carrie? Yeah, that church show that we did. Oh, that was fun. Um, the one neither of us won. Oh God! I don't know, get me was, started. Don't even. Don't get me don't, started. You should have won that. And then they uh, count, like you should have won. No, that. you should have no, won, won that. And the guy kept coming back. And was like, it's so close. It's so. Cl-. And I was like, Mary obviously should have won. <laughs> don't even say that. I should have let Jesus pit the winner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It was a good show. Though. It was a pretty hot crowd. It was fine. Yeah. But the thing is, they were counting all the money in front of me, saying, "Good job. Sorry you didn't win." I was like. Can you just throw us like twenty bucks or something? Gas money at least, right? Yeah. It was that was so weird. Struggles of being a comic, so am I right? Weird. Ugh. Just kidding. I would do it for free. But I you know, somebody's getting paid. Yeah. What do you think about that? Getting paid, not getting paid? Where do you draw the line or how do you decide? Um, I think it's like moving up a ladder. So like once you do a certain thing and you accomplish that, you don't want to let anybody like push you back down that ladder. You want to continuously think about What's my next step? How do I do this now? Or how do I do that now? Because sometimes you like you'll do a show, you're a feature or headline, and you get paid a certain amount of money, and then somebody will call you up and say, "Hey, I want you to go to this bar, yeah, two hours away for no money." You be like, "I can't do that." You know what I'm saying? Because you're constantly trying to move up a ladder. So you've kind of established your price or what you're yeah. worth, yeah, and what you'll accept. I- I, I want to hear from you, Carrie, but I was also thinking, like, there are some shows I love doing for free. If it means I'm going to meet somebody I haven't met yeah. before or build a relationship. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? I think everybody has inherent value in their comedy. And for me, my decision is usually based on if, if I have something really important going on with work and I was asked to do maybe a later night show during the weekday, huh. that might factor into my decision only because I might need to be on a video conference call at 6 a.m. Pacific time because it's 9 a.m. East Coast time. So I have to sometimes lead with my corporate America foot because right now my, my day job pays my bills. Right. But I also say yes. If I I say yes, 99% of the time, unless there's a really good reason why, why I can't make it because I think for, for lack of better analogy, because I really do see a lot of things in kind of a 
sports frame of reference, I'm still in the minor leagues. Mm -hmm. So until I'm in even semi-pro or the majors like EL, then I Uh, think I can start to, (laughs) I can maybe like pick or choose, but right now, I think it's in my best interest to get as much stage time as possible unless there's something professionally that needs to take precedence. That's a great perspective. No, I'm not in, I'm not in the majors. Trust me. Yes, no, you are. Far yeah. from it. I'm going to say opportunity or money. So yeah. Either, yeah. either one or the other. But, you know, some things... You just, it's not worth your time almost, yeah. I would say. Like, a two, like, like you said, a two-hour bar show, that's going to... Like three hours away. Yeah, that's, like, it's like not it, worth that, that. that. Yes, that's... I yeah. put something on my vision board that I try to keep in mind, especially for this year. I wrote, um, are you are you fulfilling your dreams or somebody else's? Or are you, are you helping your business or somebody else's? So I kind of think about that. Like, is this going to help me in a, in a certain way? Or am I just helping this other person get paid from this bar and they're not going to share it with anybody? Yeah. It's interesting. It is a hot topic among comics. So I'd love to, you know, your perspective is really invaluable. But I like, you know, just do it if you can, right? Yeah, life is life is short. Just you like, never know what will come up next because of it. And I will say there is that slippery slope where, you know, you do say yes to everything or if you have that kind of mindset... I know that it'll probably be more difficult for me to stand up for myself when I feel like I'm either ready to ask for money or either maybe even start to approach that conversation mm-hmm. about, about compensation because it's nothing I've ever done in mm. the comedy scene as of yet. I mean, sure. I've been doing this for about three and a half years and really there's never been a time where I've talked to a booker and said, Hey, this is my rate or like, here's what I expect for this weekend. So I don't even know how comfortable I'll be with that conversation. And maybe, maybe just knowing myself and the person I am, that's probably something I'm just going to kick down the road and just like almost not even really talk about it. I might go a little bit longer than some other people. Have you ever said, what does it pay? No, I don't do that. I mean, I I, I do, I do, I've done free shows. Um, Again, it's like the opportunity of I'm going to a place and they do a show monthly and it's a great crowd and you can get good stage time. Then I'm all for it, you know, because the money you make right now in comedy is not going to pay anything. Right. So So you bring up a good point, um, and we'll get off this subject here in a second. (laughs) But uh, I I teach sales in my in my real life, and there is a point sometimes where you have to ask for the order, or like nobody's going to give it to you. Right. So I feel like there's probably like this gauge of like at some point, and then go, well, what does it pay? Like, is it okay to ask? It all depends on that show and night. Sometimes I've done shows and I didn't expect to get paid, and then people just yeah. just give you money again because the money like is is really and I don't know, I'm in L A so it's really like minimal money yeah regardless it's so. symbolic though I think it's not really about the money yes it itself, really is but it's like it's that value respect. yeah maybe yeah. yeah I get it what's the budget that's a good so what's your budget. That's neat. I saw this one posting for like a comic at like a maybe a Jim's Christmas party or something like that. And the person had wrote like, I don't know if it's paid. And I thought, really? Like how nice of your alcohol vendor and your food vendor to do that 
for free too. Mm. What, what? You know, like they don't do that for free. Why, why would they entertain it? That's such a great way to look at it. <sighs> well, yeah, but then it's, and then I think if the person gets offended, you probably don't want to work with them anyway. That's true. If they just come at you honestly and say, you know what, I'm not getting paid for this and I would love to, but it is, this would be a, a gra- you know, a gratis, a pro bono. Pro I can bono. respect that. <laughs> pro bono. <laughs> just kidding. Well, that's cool. Um, I love to hear this advice. I think the people who listen to my podcast are curious about, you know, things that comics go through, you know, it's nice to hear your perspectives. Um, so question for you. <laughs> Next question. Um, what's the best thing you ever said? Or tell me about a time where you won. It just, the stars aligned. Everything came together and it was like, boom. If that's ever happened yet. What's your best moment? Hmm? Um, I would say probably one of a good moment. I don't know if it's my best moment, but um, I did a showcase at the at the Laugh Factory, which was pretty cool. Um, I waited like in the open mic line and got picked, and then they told me to come back next week and do like three minutes. Ooh. And then I didn't hear anything for three months from because I like thank you for the opportunity. I like to get back in front of you. Didn't hear anything. And then three months later, like oh, you want to be on a showcase? So I was like, yeah, of course. And I did the showcase. And it just really went good. And they put it like on their YouTube. And I got like maybe 1,400 followers. And then um, I ended up winning. But the prize, I mean, I shouldn't say this. <laughs> um, and they never gave it a prize. So it's, it's cool. What was oh, the prize? What was the prize? The prize to was to get the like audition in front of the owner. But that never happened. You know maybe it's still coming. You waited three months for this opportunity. It's not coming. <laughs> Maybe a follow-up. Be like, hey, you know, I just want to follow up on that audition opportunity. Remember me? Um, that is really But it was cool. a good moment. Yeah. When I did the show and the show went good and people, like, random people were like, oh, you're funny. And like, ah, da, da, da. Like, it feels good. When, you like, got random, a th- over a thousand followers from yeah, it. Yeah. Like, random people say you're funny and you never met them. That's that's a good feeling, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So. I love that. And it was at the comedy store. Uh, the Laugh Factory. The Laugh Factory. Yeah, the Laugh Factory. We'll edit that out on accident later. <laughs> Just kidding. No editing. <laughs> I think you got to, you know, it was our friend Rick Esqueta who, who told me at Big Pine, he was like, you know, we don't get a lot of paychecks. It goes back to paychecks. We don't get a lot of paychecks in this business, but when you have those moments, like yeah. early on, those are your paychecks, you know, like winning a Best of Fest or, you know, getting a bunch of followers and getting that exposure, like that's your paycheck at this point. And... I think, you know, ultimately he was kind of saying you just appreciate the small things. And I think attitude plays a big part in that. It definitely um, does. If you had pitched a bitch in that three months, like, when are you guys going to put me up? They'd be like, screw this guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to be nice to anybody. Like, sometimes you go to open mics and you see somebody that, that sucks, <laughs> you know. But then some people try to, like, dog that person. But you don't even know who that person is. Because that person yeah. may write for a movie. That person may know somebody and know yeah. somebody. So, like, we're all at the same place. So, like, it doesn't, like, help you to, like, be a dick at all. No, it doesn't. No, not at all. Carrie. Yeah. I learned that from uh, our friend Hillary, too. She's like, hey, I'm busy. And I know now, like, you're going to, if I message her, I don't need an answer back right away. If I need an answer right away, I'll call. But uh, I think personality and attitude go a long way in this. And always be, like, grateful and, like, thankful for anything that you get from anybody, you know, and just do your best. Oh my gosh! So sound like, sound like Captain America here, but I'm sorry. Do your best, kids. <laughs> Just kidding. I think, it, but it doesn't it ring true still now. Um, Carrie, tell me about your best moment. 
Um, Other than when you put tequila in that girl's purse at your reunion, because that's my, oh my favorite gosh, story. When ever. I just dumped all that, that was so fun. Oh, that she was such a good her moment. Bully. Um, does it have to be specific to comedy? Because I feel like I'm, no. that's, that's still in my future, but I'm still no, excited No, just for when did Carrie really win? Um, I would say I stood up. I mean, there's definitely some good examples, but it, this one goes back a little bit to when I was in college and I was at a party and this guy came up to me and a bunch of my girlfriends and was just being absolutely horrible oh. and saying rude things. He was making fun of like a zit I had on my face and calling one of my girlfriends, our goalie, like fat and oh just like God. saying horrific things. And he was wearing a Yankees hat. And I was just like this. Oh, God. I was like, Do I was getting I, my blood was boiling. So again, the same girl that I got arrested with, I pulled her aside <laughs> and I was like, Molly, I kind I think we just need to deck this guy and just like show him that like violence isn't the best way except in this situation. And so we came up with this whole elaborate scheme. He was in the back room playing beer pong and it was just like him and um, a couple of his friends. Everybody else was in the front room. And I was like, okay. Oh, at the time I had surgery on my Achilles tendon. So I had a boot on, on my right foot. So I was kind of, I was like a little bit disabled. Did he make fun of the boot too? Uh, no, he didn't see it, but I okay. know he would have okay. if I was if I was standing <laughs> up. So I was like, okay, Molly, so what we'll do is like you're going to deck him so that you can get away and we'll tell BFG, our, our, our goalie, we'll make sure she has a truck ready. So we were like, uh, BFG, get the truck and Molly and I are going to be out of this room in like 30 seconds, so make sure you have your truck ready. And she was like, what are you guys talking about? So the whole plan was I was going to say oh, hi, and then flip off his cap and then duck down and my friend Molly was going to give him like Dang. a hardcore, like we choreographed <laughs> out like a hardcore right uppercut, like straight up Rocky. Is this a Philly thing? So then, so then we get into the back room, right? And Molly's like, uh, so I go up to him and I'm supposed to be all sweet. So he like doesn't anticipate the hat flipping off and like getting decked by Molly. And I'm like talking to him and Molly whispers in his, in my ear right after I flip off his hat. She's like, I can't do it. And she starts to run away. So then I deck him and then both <laughs> of us are running out of the house, but I can't really run. And so Molly boat. is sprinting down the street. And then before I know it, like I'm halfway down the driveway and I passed um, our friend BFG or Christina. She was supposed to have the truck. Her nickname was BFG. BFG. And so she, so I'm like, oh my God. Like, and then I hear these guys running after us, but Molly is like nowhere to be seen. She's like lightning and I can't run. And so everybody's kind of coming out of the party because nobody saw what happened and this guy picked me up <gasps> and like threw me against a car what? and I couldn't get it away because of the boot and so all anybody saw at the party was <gasps> this guy pick up a girl in a boot and throw her against a truck so then everyone kind of starts swarming him and we were able to kind of like get away from the scene but I felt really good because I stuck up for my friends yeah you know that Christina really proved that she didn't have to outrun the guys she just had to outrun you I know <laughs> everybody was outrunning me I was like oh my are god are you still friends with that person that left you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We've been <laughs> Do you get the impression, E.L., that Carrie can throw a really good brunch and then she might shiv you also if you're not looking? Like, there's, like, a duality to her? 
<laughs> yes, yes. Like, You're like I thought I was nervous, and now I'm like, oh no, I'm just very loyal to my gal pals. I like love I it. love my friendships with my girls, and I get really irritated when anyone bullies someone or makes fun of people. So I just like I stood up in that moment. Now, granted, I feel like my comedy moment is coming, but. That's like a random story. So I think we've got a question from the audience, which is not something we do, but sure, we'll take a question. What's your question? What did BFG stand for? Oh, BFG stand for? <laughs> it's from Friends, Big Fat Goalie. And she was like the tiniest little thing. So we would say that to her to like pump her up. But wasn't the guy calling her fat? Yeah, and she's not even fat. So is he? was he just maybe telling... Maybe you got it wrong and he wasn't bullying her. He was just calling her by her name? No, because we didn't know him. Okay. We didn't know him. We didn't hang out with Yankees. Any fans. other questions, audience member? <laughs> I got a question. Like, what was the end game when you like said, "I'm going to punch this guy"? Did you think no. you were going to knock him out, or I, 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 I thought, it was a good shot. You thought that he was one knocked punch. off balance, but I, I, my, we didn't think it through because okay. after I hit him, I must have stood there for like. 10 seconds where he and his friend and his other two friends that they were playing beer pong against were just kind of looking at us like, what the hell? Molly was gone at that point. She, she left Jeez. as soon, as soon as my fist made contact with his face. She I've never gone. hit anybody. So I don't think God, that was the first and only time I would not recommend it. My, my hand was so messed up. I bet it was so messed up. I had a messed up right ankle and a messed up dominant hand. But the next day you felt good about that though. No, I was so scared. You're oh my so, gosh, I was. You terrified. got away. You, 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 but I never hit anyone before, and I like I had to call my dad. And I was like, Dad, I think the cops might like call you <gasps> again, or Carolyn. And he was like, First of all, if any dude got knocked in the face by a girl, he's not calling the cops, so right. you're fine. Like he kind of got a little Philly on me and was like, I appreciate that you did that, but don't ever put your hands on someone else. Yeah, and he's a real pussy if he calls the cops. I think that's what John yeah, said. Yeah, he wasn't calling the cops. Oh my gosh, I'm learning so much about you. <laughs> it would have been cool if, like, you hit him and you actually did knock him out. That would have been so. That would have been. Cool, I know actually. that would have been great. Yeah, that's like... not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> he was knocked off balance and more just like surprised. I'm sure he was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've got um, a couple more questions for you all, but I want to play a little game that uh, I really tried to get going on this podcast, and we don't always do it, but it's my version of Mary Fucker Kill. It's dry rub, fry, or smoke. All right, so uh, here's how it translates, and I'm going to give you each three people, and you're going to tell me who you would dry rub, which means marry, right? Because dry rubbing, that's kind of like marriage. Yeah, and it's then, the same thing. <laughs> Okay, so Mary is dry rub. Fry is fuck because like fried foods are so decadent and good, right? Fuckable. (laughs) And then smoke would be kill. Smoked wings are really good. Have you ever had smoked wings? I have. I have in Memphis. I haven't. You should try some. I will. All right, so it's dry rub, fry, or smoke. Who wants... El, you're going to go first. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you three women. Okay. All right. And you tell me who you would dry rub, fry, or smoke. And smoke is kill? Yeah. Like murder? Well, the game is marry, fuck, or kill. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm killing people. All right. Um, actually, I'd love to hear from the audience if you ha- want to shout out a name of a celebrity or a person we all know. To Amy Schumer is going to be your first option. Uh, then I'm going to give you Selma Hayek. And okay. our third person is Kathy Griffin. Oh, wow. So Amy Schumer, Selma Hayek, Kathy Griffin, Dry Rub, Can Fry, we put two of smoke. them in a smoke? 
like no in the smoker. <laughs> this is why it can be <laughs> difficult. Um, well, Summer Hayek. I mean, what if she's like almost sixty now? But still, she can. <sighs> she's like forty-eight. She's not forty-eight. She's well, you not think 48. higher or lower? She's like I'm maybe fifty. Well, then. no matter what age she is, she, she's hot. She's probably fried though. She's fifty-two, and okay, she's almost okay. almost. 60, hey, this yeah. is your game. It's whatever you want. You're gonna fry her. Yeah, okay. she could be sixteen and still be fried though. I think so. All right, we're gonna fry barbecue sauce. We're gonna fry Salma Hayek. What about Amy Schumer and Kathy Griffin? Um, Amy Schumer, I want to say um, dry rub. I probably marry her for the opportunity. Ooh, (laughs) I'll pull pull a Tom Arnold. Is that called a (laughs) a what? A Tom Arnold? Tom Arnold. Is that called a chuckle fucker? (laughs) I've heard. Is that a thing? She's not ugly, so I didn't say she's great. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like for pick. your career <laughs> um okay so you're gonna dry rub amy so that means you're gonna kill kathy yeah fortunately she's a little <laughs> i'm glad tony's on here he has some strong opinions about kathy griffin <laughs> all right i love it let's give it up for el for his uh, dry rub fryer smoke all right it's on you carrie lynn okay all right i'm gonna make this real uncomfortable right now because oh. you're married and you're friends with all these people. Oh my God. Are they Who in the room? Who would you dry rub? Okay. Fry or smoke out of Bill Laskowski, Matt Walker as one. So it's the Meat Sweats podcast. <laughs> what? A double trouble. Oh my God. Right, so your first choice is the Meat, Se- Meat Sweats podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Your second okay, choice okay. is Brian Keerly. Okay. And your third choice is Phil Kors. Okay. And John Mayer. Just kidding. John Mayer. Oh, man. I love John Mayer so much. Um, <laughs> she does. And Pepperell. Okay. Um, okay. No, look so, at them in the eye when you tell them this, okay, please. Okay. So we've got the Meat Sweats Boys, Phil Kors, and who is the other one? Brian Kearley. Oh, Brian Kearley. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> who would you dry rub, fry, or smoke? Sorry, Anthony. I didn't see you over there. Or you would, we could have put you in with somebody else, too. Okay. I am going to... Wait, which what is Mary? Dry rub is Mary. Fry is fuck. Okay, I'm gonna smoke. I'm gonna dry. I'm gonna dry rub Brian Kearley. Yeah, you are. You know, be careful for that rug burn on all that hair on his body I have when a you dry thing rub for him. Vans and cats. <laughs> What's that? I have a thing for vans and cats, nice. and my husband has near there. <laughs> Oh my god! So now, okay, I'm go. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> is there even okay. a choice? No, no, because no, it's like okay. Look at okay. all that meat over there. I'm like literally looking. Like, okay, okay. So all right, look I all can't. That meat. Look have, at all that meat. I, can't, I know. I know. <laughs> I can't. Okay, for the sake of numbers. I can't have two deaths on my hands. So now I'm going to just fry the meat sweats, boys. Oh, yeah. But I don't really want to smoke Phil Kors because we had had such good chemistry as Zach Morris and and when I was Jesse Spano. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's talk about that in a minute. You're going down, Phil. Someone's got to go. I'll fry them all. No, No, that's horrible. I love it. I'll I'll smoke smoke Phil Kors. Meat sweats. Carolyn sandwich. Arby's. Will, we'll do Arby style. <laughs> Arby style. Remember finger cuffs? But you know what? You would be in the middle, Bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bill would be oh, in the middle. Oh, that is so much fun. All right. Good job, Carrie Lynn. Good job, Thank you guys. You. Oh, I'm glad I never have to answer those questions. Um, 
Oh, I've had so much fun with you guys. Oh, thank you. We had thank fun. you. Had let, fun. Yeah, let me ask you. This is my vision board question because I do like to think of this podcast as a vision board. Put it out there. What do you want in the next one to three years, whether it's personal, comedy, anything? I mean, we, we talk about comedy a lot, but what do you want? Let's start with you, Carolyn. Um, okay. I am uh, in the next three to five years. One to three one years. To, next one to three years. All <laughs> <Sorry>. directions. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. Next one to three years, I am going to write a hilarious screenplay <gasps> starring all women, probably based around lacrosse. Nice. It's going to be amazing. So I'm not going to be in um, it. And then also, I'd like to have um, uh, a couple headlining gigs under my belt at major clubs. Oh, nice. Put it out there. It'll come true. A year ago, at this time, I wanted a podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And thank you, Hillary, and everybody for making that happen. E.L. Smith. I've been calling you E.L. James, and you know why that's wrong? Because yeah. E.L. James wrote Fifty oh, Shades wrote of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Maybe your comedy album could be like Fifty Shades of Funny or something. <laughs> E.L., what do you want? Um... What do I want? Um, I want to write for probably late night. Ooh. That's that's what I want to do. And then I want to have a name big enough to where I can say like, oh, I want to go to Denver for the weekend and do like the Denver Improv or something like that. Yeah. Um, Just a big enough name to like make money off comedy and then also make money doing comedy. Yeah. So that's, that's the goal. I love it. I find that it's hard to just say what you really want. So I love to ask and like, let's put it out there because that's how it happens, I think. So yeah. since somebody asked me, I will just, <laughs> let me just tell you what I want. Um, I want to launch my new brand called Phoenix Funny. Phoenix Funny, when you're only funny in your hometown. Um, and then <laughs> um, as my branding and I want to write more, I kind of want to get up to like a 45 minute to an hour. I want to kind of get that down. So, and then I think the other things that will come from that will be what I want. See, I'm still scared to like put it out there sometimes. Um, and love, you know, I'd like to find love. <laughs> Just kidding. Fuck love. I don't need it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest round of wow. applause we've got. Like, just give up, tonight. Mary. <laughs> okay. Oh, last question for the audience before we wrap this up. Carrie, you used to be known as Carrie Lynn. You've kind of changed it to Carrie. I need a vote. Who thinks she should go back to Carrie Lynn? Raise your hand. Hilsey said. Or who thinks she should just be Carrie Gallagher? <gasps> all right. So we all think it should be Carrie Lynn Gallagher? Yeah, Is it just because that's what we're used to? It's unique. You it's like different. it. I don't like change. I don't like change. <laughs> or, well, we're getting married, bud. So. <laughs> it's unique. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, you know, there's some data. Do with it what you like. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Are you... <laughs> Are you pissed? No. Oh. <laughs> don't punch <laughs> no. me in the face. No, I don't. I don't ever hit anybody. No, well, well, just kinda, one time. No, just one you time. Know, I'm kind of worried about just, you now. Just one time. All right, Carrie Lynn, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Yeah, so I will be here all week for the San Diego Comedy Festival. Um, I've got some upcoming dates. I think at Comedy Comedy Spot in July. Um, a super and some other stuff going on, but just follow me on Instagram at caregal14 or you can head to my website kgcomedy.com. Love it. Thank you so much. EO, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, EO Smith Comedy. Um, got a web series that I'm getting ready to shoot with this guy 
And I'm going to be here at San Diego Comedy Festival, the 15th and the 17th, and also tonight. Clean comedy show. Woo woo at San Diego yeah. Comedy Festival. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, uh, you can catch me at the San Diego Comedy Festival at Oak City Comedy Festival coming up Memorial Day weekend at House of Comedy and some other great stuff. Find me at Phoenix Funny or PHX Funny uh, on Instagram or Phoenix Funny or Mary Up Church or any of that. Just whatever you want. Um, you guys, E.L. Smith, Kara Gallagher, thank you so much for being here. You guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you. you, Mary. We'll see you next time with Wings with Friends. Good night.